0: just drop within and if you think your phone is off you might like to turn it or if you think your phone is on you might like to turn it off your body be comfortable and just drop within. If your mind is very busy an interesting well, one image that might help if you work in images is to imagine that you're an ice cube and that the ice cube melts and then evaporates, the idea being to help you to dissolve into nothing. Nothing. So drop within. So gently, let the functioning part of the mind re-engage a little bit, just the functioning part that is able to pick up sensations in the body. able to comprehend what I'm saying. Only the functioning mind is required. part of the main the mind does the personal story. It's of no use to you at all. Not now, not ever. The ability to create a personal story. Let it be a, a benign capacity, but that it doesn't actually engage you, or doesn't suck you in, doesn't hypnotize you into believing in stories. So Let's see now if you can engage the intellect a little bit without that being personal. See if you can feel the difference between the basic functioning and the intellect and neither has a personal agenda of any sort. See what happens. Mm -hmm. If anybody would like. The microphone to, to talk about if somebody needs to share something that happened in the meditation or any question from that front. I can send the mic down there.
1: I don't have an <laughs>
2: Light, or I look for spaciousness, or I look for a felt sense of something different, I don't understand, and maybe I never will, what that will look like, feel like, or how you drop into that. So you mentioned earlier about, as a kid, realizing you're never going to be a black man, yeah. and then realizing you had a dismantle experience. Yes.
0: And I feel like those two are kind of connected. I wonder if you could expand on that. Absolutely. That's exactly, yeah, you're you've, you've almost there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is experience for you? How does experience, what's experience? If you had to kind of put a color, put a shape, put a definition of what experience is for you, what is it? Without something to be experienced, experiencing itself, what is it?
2: I guess it's the broadest term for mental constructs that you may have. That's probably the broadest term for a, a concept. That okay. You can find. Okay. If that's not what you're looking for for an answer, I don't mind you telling me what it is. You yeah, sure? <laughs> you're,
0: you're this so, if you're trying to pull something out of the please feel free to put it in. Yeah, very sweet. Okay. Even if... When you see experience as a set of mental constructs, even if it comes through some nerve endings or a physiological thing, of course, it registers somewhere. Okay. But it can only register in contrast with the fact that it wasn't there a moment before. So... We, we need linear time. We need a, a, an absence of the oncoming experience in order to register the experience. So we need contrast... Otherwise, the ability to actually register an experience against what? So it needs all these things. So, so, so in, the, in the transcendence of, of an experience, we get to break down the components and it's demystified. So it's not trusted so much. It's not taken to be real. It's seen as like, gosh, you know, if I'm not doing linear time... How, how, how can I register an experience? It's gauged against what? It's me- how, how is it measured? And, and even if there's an ongoing experience of something, the, like the only exception to that is there's an ongoing experience of, let's say, being a woman. Okay, so an ongoing experience of being female. You need a, pretty much an out-of-body experience in order, to, in order to know what it doesn't feel like. Do you know? So it requires a shift in perception, complete shift in perception, in order to to gain any objectivity on an experience that doesn't have the contrast of linear time, an experience that doesn't come and go. You can say the awareness of your sex comes and goes, but, but it's a constant. Okay? And knowing the opposite has never happened for me. Okay? So... So even when there isn't a break in linear time, when it's, um, it's time-based in terms of it's all of the time, not coming and going, it requires a serious shift in perception in order to gain some objectivity on it. And it still falls short of an alternative to the feeling of being a woman. And that really would give you a way of defining what, what it is. Do you see? So experience is completely dependent on contrast, on comparison, it's dependent on quite a few things in addition to just the mental constructs that register an experience. Am I making sense? Yes. So, when you break it down for yourself, like if you're having an experience of, okay, I'm gonna have a cup of coffee, and and actually break down what's happening there, experience shifts. Our, our registering of experience, our experience of experience shifts. Because it no longer becomes, um, becomes becomes an event that we register because of the content of the event. It's the event itself is registered. And the content is just a story that we add onto it. Do you see? So we invariably register an experience as the story, the thing we experienced. But with this work, you get to see what the mechanism of experiencing is. When you do that, a great freedom comes. Because you see that, gosh, these are just experiences. They're all the same. I have to really engage the story aspect of my brain in order to say, coffee, I like it, I don't like it. It was hot, it was cold, it was sweet, it was not. It's it's like, it's too deep. And you get to see that, you know what? Every experience is the same. That register, that That signifies a specific level of maturity really because we don't look for experiences and new experiences anymore. You get to see the sameness of every experience which is the way our species registers an experience. So the content of the story is just more friggin' story. It's just story. That's infinite. That's an infinite supply. You see? So when you break down how experience happens for you a great freedom comes. The craving for experience falls away because you just see the setup. Some part of you sees how the human species loves to experience. And so the love to experience, when we demystify it, we don't love it that much, really, because the hypnosis is falling apart. So, going from back to meditation in that, and I appreciate that
3: in life, you know what you're saying, but going back in this place of meditation, if every one of these, you know, like you see light, you say, ignore it, right? or Whatever you see, yeah. you just ignore
2: that, ignore that, yeah. ignore that. Like
3: these experiences are
2: all the same. I think you use the term, like, just have an easeful, easefulness or an easeful focus on that.
0: Okay, right? yes.
2: No, I'm not trying to put words
0: in your No, you're sad, fine, okay? yeah, yeah.
2: So these felt sense of something will come up, but you just ignore that too, and they'll all end up feeling the same. But then what is, and then just through that easeful, making every experience unimportant, something that change in perspective spontaneously pops up?
0: Okay, a few things there. It's one thing to ignore to ignore the light, ignore it. Because what you're doing is like there's no attachment then. It's like, okay, you know, because lovely sensations comes up, come up. And you'll get those who just hang out in bliss all the time. And actually there's a complete denial of life then, you know. It's like bliss isn't sustainable actually, you know, unless you want to just avoid everything. So, so whatever experience comes up, sure, you know, you can enjoy it. But actually it's not it. If it's an experience that's happening, it's a phenomenal rush somewhere in your neurology or some chemical somewhere is giving you the rush, you no? Know, because you're shifting in perception. So it's like a drug to get you, to pull you home. It's like a carrot. Is it authentic? Is it sustainable? No. The body-mind kind of hangs out in the natural state, and it's calm, it's peaceful, it, it relaxes. That's the natural state. That's as good as it gets for the body, really, um, that, because it becomes a constant. Prior to that... If we objectify it, we'll be looking for a state. It's not a state of mind anymore. Y- you know? So, if, if I objectify what's prior to the natural state, all I can do is show the concepts that break down. But to objectify it is going to bring your mind with you. And it feels like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're just, you know, just setting up something that I can't have. And it's like, no, that's what mind is going to think. But my goodness, the mind is such a tiny, tiny part of what you are. And it's the other part that we're accessing. And I suppose training the brain to kind of, to to allow it to show itself rather than us grasping. Because the mind grasps. That's what it does.
2: But it's the only thing your mind, and I'm probably hypermental... But if the only thing, like when you say you see these colors and it's meant to bring you home, my home is my mind, right? Your home is somewhere else. So are you talking about the mind is trying to trick me, who to pull me back to my mind?
0: Rewind a little bit. Seeing colors that bring you home, what? what?
2: Maybe I got on a tangent here. Um, so mentally, the only construct I seem to have is to look for some experience or some concept okay. even when I soften everything
0: <clears throat> okay. it
2: doesn't seem possible for, in my experience or in all these meditations I know I've only done this for three days here but it doesn't seem like there's that ability to find that other thing either embodied or a felt sense of something or whatever because as I explore it or try not to explore it it doesn't seem like there's another way of looking at it available to me at this time.
0: Yes. Yes. For the me, there isn't. Right. So, is it that when you're, when you're in that meditation, you go to... Your, your mind is active checking out every experience? Is that what's happening? I mean, I don't think so. Um, but then all of a sudden I'll notice, oh, that's a mental,
2: that's a mental thing. <laughs> Forget it. And okay. Then, I'll sit there for a while and it'll seem like, okay, and then I'll have this feeling like someone said a spaciousness, I'm like, okay, that's another concept and label, that's not where you're supposed to be, let's go back to, you know what I mean? Like,
0: okay. It's almost like
2: checking off all these things and discarding
0: them. Okay. But like if
2: you said, no, once you get that spaciousness, hang out there and go in there, I don't want you to say that if it's not true, but it might be helpful. I know these yes. are signposts and I'm getting stuck on signposts, yes. but...
0: Yes, okay, okay. If it's very new to you, yeah, sure. Hang out at some place that feels delicious because it'll stop feeling delicious. It's actually a good thing to do that. It's like the lady the other day. It's like, hang out in the ground of being. Don't go further. Just hang out in the ground of being. Get familiar with it. Integrate it so it doesn't have any of that newness, freshness anymore. Because when we shift our... Our vibration, you know, when we shift our our frequency into something that feels open wide, it stops feeling open and wide after a while because we 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 kind of become that a little bit. We attune ourselves to it, and it becomes more normal. As we do that, less of our bandwidth is going to stretch into the me, my personal drama, right? So, so it might be that it's worth hanging out in like peace and calm, you know? And it's like, okay, deeper than that. And it might be another month and you're hanging out in vastness, spaciousness, and then go from that. That might be worth it. That might be worth it because your mind is coming with you. If your mind is saying, is saying, um, okay, okay, I'm creating this as a concept. Let's throw this out. It's It's like your mind is a little bit too active there. Because it's still looking for the next one, or it's very fast to name the next one as a concept. It actually might not be a concept, but it's like your mind comes in so fast and recognizes it as a concept. I'm wondering, is it making it a concept?
2: Well, I think my mind or my soul is looking for
0: something impersonal. Yes.
2: And maybe hanging out in these places are of impersonal that take it deeper, bite. Like, yeah, I think every time I find something that isn't this impersonal pole that I feel like you're pointing us to, me to, or whatever, then my mind tries to say, "Okay, that's not it," but it is. My mind still looking for it.
0: Yeah, and I'm wondering if the mind, if the mind is looking for the impersonal, then it's going to make it personal the moment that you've constructed um, an analysis of what it is or a diagnosis of what it is. It's gonna, it's gonna it's then personal it's like well i'm experiencing this so for example have you ever kind of just mm, felt an emotion and there was no stickiness at all and it's like wow that just passed through gosh you know you know that sensation is just like something just passed through and it didn't stick it didn't have a charge but it just moved and released that's that's an impersonal emotion that's it and it's where the body mind it's, it's, it's doing something, but there isn't, it's not all about me at all. It doesn't make sense that it's about me. It's, it's like a, it's a, an automatic flow through of something. Or even just having a conversation with somebody and no, no matter what they said, actually, it, it, it wouldn't, you, you couldn't take it personally regardless of if you know them or not but you just couldn't take it personally Cause, because some, some freer part of you is, is in dialogue rather than the one who might be under threat or protecting himself or watching his image or you know these things that we do when the personal is running so it's, it's like it's softer but the moment the mind will come in, oh is this impersonal, no you're in the personal then it's tricky there
2: so You it it sounds like there was this sort of string of a sense of I that you were saying could pull you into this impersonal. Maybe that's my hope that I can still have a little of that I left or that thought left in there. What is that string you were talking about, that sense of I that stays, or is that not helpful to yeah. use
0: as a construct right now? Um, well, let's throw it out and then you can pick and choose. Um, <clears throat> when you know that that who you can think you are sometimes is absolutely not you when you know that uh, i just think i am an individual or that i am this guy that's completely a thought process it has no validity at all even when it's running it's just that i'm hypnotized i actually know even when it's running that it's not true no matter how convincing it is are you there no okay all right that's why that's why these other questions are coming up is that, to, that the, when the personal story is running, that you know it's not, there's no identification with it, there's no investment in it. So that shift has to happen, all right? And that's what will stop mind traveling with you. When that shift happens, there can be a sense of you that's engaging with your nearest and dearest. You know, there's a sense of you. There's a, there's a capacity for a personal to be there, but you're not invested in it. And you know it's not you. And it's not that you're detached or out of body or denying. It's not that at all. It's completely the opposite. It's like something more human is present. We're just not hypnotized. So there's a capacity to engage personally, but you're not joined at the hip with that thought process. You can see that it's a thought process. And it, it functions much more smoothly without our identification with it. So when that's broken, that identification with the me-myself-I drama mechanism, then the sense of an I can arise. But it's not sticky. It's like, oh yeah, there's a sense of being an individual. But, but it's, it's lovely. It's, it's just like a...
2: So the sense is secondary to a realization. The sense doesn't get you to the
0: realization. The sense is what can remain for some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- some have the sense of it quite a lot, and others don't. I, I rarely get it, but a lot of people do. There's this the this, this sense, the this, this sense of the personal, you know. Well, thank you very much. appreciate Making that. a bit more sense. Yeah. Great. Anyway, thank you. Great. Sure. <coughs>
3: I just want to clarify what you just said to Jamie about uh, experience. Yeah. You are saying that if you break down the components of experience, then it can be seen through. So, what you just said? Or kind of? Yeah, if,
0: if you really break it down and not do it just conceptually, but you actually get an understanding of how it works for you, of course. It's, it's uh, humpty-dumpty, you know? Now,
3: is this... Mechanism of breaking down of experience, is it the same for everyone or is it varies with different people?
0: It's pretty much similar. Similar. Okay.
3: Yeah. So, um, let's give this example of drinking a cup of
0: coffee. Uh-huh.
3: Which is an experience. You want to experience this drinking a cup of coffee. Yes. So, how do you break it down? Could you with using that example?
0: Okay. So, so, Standing at the coffee counter? Yes. All right. Is there desire? What are the ingredients that are already there that are going to motivate the action? Is there desire? Or is there, huh, it's something to do? Or I need to wake up. It's really kind of just medicinal. uh, To find out what's the potency of the motivation. Because your mind has already come up with a construct. All right? So you put that into the mix. Now... Having the cup of coffee, engage with, okay, what are all the things that happen here? To give a qualitative, you know, a qualitative, qualitative marking, grading to the cup of coffee. And then does it satisfy the desire or the motivation? Does it do the trick or not? Have a look at all those components that happen, right? And what's the experience? What's the quality of the experience? after it happens, because it's got to address the original motivation in order for actually the experience to be successful, right? The state of mind after the experience, how has that changed with beforehand? If you see all of those components and you break down everything that happens around having a cup of coffee, it's no longer about the cup of coffee, not really about the cup of coffee. So now we're in the part that's not about the story, but about the building blocks that have always been disguised by the sensation of the story, of the taste of coffee. Desire coffee, desire satisfied. You know, that's, that's a very primitive way to function. So if you explore all the constructs that make it happen, it's not about the cup of coffee anymore. Okay. Um, does that make sense?
3: It does make sense, but I'm also thinking that that's a lot of work, that's a lot of- Oh, it's
0: great fun. And, and you'll find that afterwards, you know, if you do break it down, you say, wow, that, that's really how this body-mind mechanism works. And, and I've never saw its parts before. It becomes great fun because you then discover that, gosh, the cup of coffee has lost its pull. It's like, it's, it's kind of, it's too laborious. That's where the effort shows up. It's the effort to kind of do all these mechanisms which I'm usually hypnotized by desire anyway and not even seeing them in the first place. But I put all this effort in and have a cup of coffee. And then you discover, gosh, you know, I really don't need a cup of coffee. Because, do you see what I mean? The, the expending of effort is in the hypnosis. But when you break it down, it's like, wow, look what's going on.
3: What would you say if, if I had like to say it's, it's great fun, because it's very enjoyable to have this first cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah. And and I would like to experience that. I do not feel like breaking it down into its components because if I do, I might not even end up drinking this cup of coffee. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And do you think you'd really miss something? Yes. Ah. Ah. Then the love of experiencing isn't done yet, mister. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pull to experience, to engage with life. The pull. So if I... It's, this is a good example. I mean, there are worse
3: examples, but I think coffee is very benign, in my opinion. Um, so if you break this thing down, as you said, it starts with the desire, I want to drink a cup of coffee. Stay in line There's a long line, so there's impatience there, obviously. And there's anticipation. Anticipation. All the story. And the people that you see around. Um, Now, having gone through this entire
0: process, and if you still
3: feel, no, it is worth it, I still want to stay in line. How do you interpret that?
0: Something outside of me is going to make me feel happier. Um, That's desire. So desire hasn't been seen through. We're onto really what's going on here, because because the threat is that ah, you're you're going to you're going to be onto my desire pocket if we pull apart experiencing.
3: I was actually wanted to actually sit with you today uh, this morning, so I don't know whether you want me to sit here or come there. But I, I really wanted you to do this meditation on desire. With me, for me, whatever. Uh, it's because I, I really find that really to me this is the crux of a stumbling block because everything starts from there. Yes. And you know Do you want to come up there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: whatever you like.
3: <laughs> you know it is said that um don't push your <laughs> Um, it is said that um, there are three components, if you will, of a desire. You can either satisfy a desire or you can suppress it or you can just simply look at it. Uh-huh. And then it is said that if you if you look at it, the desire drops. Sometimes. It, yeah, it doesn't happen for me. Yeah. So I kind of want to know, uh, but I'm glad you said that Sometimes it drops, but not all the time. Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, there is a desire to drop desire because there is also this innate thing that if you are in this zone of desirelessness, then there are no issues. Correct. So I'll stop here and let you kind yeah. of... Yeah.
0: I'm going to just deviate just for a second and then come back. There are no issues for the one who's, who, ha- who is desireless. Yes. Try living with one who has desires then. That's tricky. Do you know? That's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, you don't want anything. You don't care where we go to dinner. You don't care. I'm like, oh,
1: Jesus, no. You know?
0: Like, yeah. So, so just, just to, I suppose throw it out there that there is this idea of oh sure my life will be bliss and it's like yeah fine live in an ashram and it'll be fine but if you're out in the world no it's not it's tricky there's, there's like a compensation actually in order to connect when we live intimately with somebody else who, who who's still running the eye story so okay so I just wanted to take the, the shiny bit off that idea mm-hmm. um <laughs> Okay, so if you look at desire, sometimes it goes, but usually it doesn't.
3: What, sorry? So if
0: you're looking at desire, sometimes it fades, but sometimes it doesn't. Yes. Okay. The fundamental part of desire comes from an idea that this will in some way give me a nice feeling and I want that. Yes. So there must be an idea just prior to that that it's not okay the way I am right now. In order to improve something, there must be something that needs an improvement. So the state prior to the arising of the desire is the one I'm after. What's that state? Can you identify that state before the desire props up? What does that feel like? What's the idea that you've believed into your own experience there?
3: Freedom. Before the desire arises, there is freedom. Freedom in a sense, you don't need anything.
0: Okay. So, between freedom and the desire. Because the desire won't arise from freedom. So, what happens?
3: The desire doesn't arise from freedom. So, for the freedom to arise, there has to be a sense of I, the person who desires?
0: Sure. Usually, you mean for the desire to arise? Right. So usually, desire and the I come up together. They usually do. When we've done a fair bit of work on this, Okay. it's usually desire that brings up the I, actually. Yeah. And, and it's quite likely that there's no I there unless there's desire. It's probably like that for you most of the time now. Yeah. Yeah?
3: Well, I mean, I haven't really, it's, Yeah, I think you're right. I think the desire comes, and then you see that it's the I which comes. Yes, after. yes, yes.
0: Okay. Yes, they they arise together when when we don't when we're not running personal story without right. without desire. Okay. So 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 there's freedom. Things are fine. There's no desire, and you register a desire. Something in between. There's like a a foreground. There is some belief system running there, which is the 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 seedling for desire. The I won't arise out of freedom, but it'll arise out of some some bit of hypnosis that's already coming in. Hmm, lack.
3: Yeah, they could. Yeah, they agree.
0: So, what shifts from freedom to lack? Lack is a great word, actually. What? What shifts? There's freedom, and then there's lack, and there's desire.
3: Desire,
0: right? Because desire can only come out of like, I want some. some there's something missing here, and I, I want something. Why would desire come out? Oh, right. If you if you're desireless, you're desireless. If you're desireless, nothing is going to make it better actually because it's just right. life is dandy, you know. So in that zone, can you recognize where there's lack just before the desire for the cup of coffee comes up or any desire comes up? Your attention goes on something which needs improvement. Yes. But
3: sometimes this is so rapid because it's, uh, such a conditioned response in a way. Like I think this, this banal thing like drinking a cup of coffee you know this machinery doesn't go through this process that you just mentioned so 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 there's freedom I'm still s- sticking to this example just so that I can understand the process so there's freedom and then there is lack so I have a lack that um, there is a lack and then there is this desire to have coffee so yes yes
0: a desire to, to satisfy the lack, to respond to the lack. Right. So that, that lack zone or thought, belief, you know, that, that's, that's how this hypnosis works. That's how we think this is real. We really, really, really don't see how the mind works. So we have to believe it until we see how it works. So whether we're deconstructing experience or deconstructing lack, it sounds right now that it happens so fast. But actually it doesn't. It's just that there's a hypnosis going on which glides you over. It's just that you're hypnotized there. You don't see it yet. But you know yourself when you see something, it's like in your face. Yes. Okay? And it will be in your face once you spot it. But right now, something is asleep in that, in that pre-desire zone. Because you think the desire comes from it just springs out of nothing and it doesn't. Mm. It's it's you've bought something just before the desire arises. That's where that's where we'll find the hook.
3: I see. So So now this has unfortunately been so ingrained this whole thing which you know where it flows in rapidity for me too if you will unwind this every time a desire arises I have to go through this process
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay let's make it no, less I'm, I'm, laborious I'm
3: not at all being facetious here at all yep.
0: right now is there a desire for something Okay, so notice the next time a desire comes up, the moment it comes up, just like when we start doing this work and we start to notice when the personal eyes when we break and we observe. Mm-hmm. If you're halfway through a cup of coffee before you've noticed that, that there was a desire running for 10 minutes before you made a cup of coffee all right, the next time you'll do it, you might discover it five minutes. We pull back, don't we? The hypnosis doesn't last as long. That's a really effective method. I I don't know any other one for, for, for doing this because it's about you coming out of the hypnosis. So when the desire, the moment that you spot there's a desire, if you see the desire very early on, it will fall down. If the desire has been pumping for a while, you're too far in. You'll have to satisfy it. So as we pull back, and if you can see where the desire is arising, you get a glimpse of what was there just before it. You get a glimpse. Be like, ah, that's what was there. That's the idea that was there. The feeling that was there just before the desire arose. It's about you spotting and recognizing what that feeling is. Coming out of the hypnosis. It's just about the next one. It's not about all the desires. It's just about the next one. Next desire. The next desire, yeah. It's just about the next one. And you'll discover, gosh, I'm going for a cup of coffee out of habit here. And desire is just superimposed on top of it. But it's actually just habit. You'll find that sometimes.
3: What if you feel that a lot of our desires are actually innocent desires.
0: The innocent ones are preferences. Desire has a has a potency to it.
3: Meaning that if it is not satisfied, there is even a, a more stronger feeling of lack. Oh, yeah. That's what you...
0: Oh, know. yeah. Yeah, desire... It, 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 my definition of desire is that it's an idea that something will actually make me feel better. Something is... I'm going to get that because it will change my experience in some way. And if there is belief that experience is wonderful, and, you know, if there is, you know, you've bought the idea that something needs to be improved on, of course, we've got the ingredients of desire here. Right? If there's a preference for something, it's like, great if you have it, and if you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. so what? Like, really, so what? It's soft, you're fluid.
3: What about um, this other technique to say if a desire arises that one says it is the person who is having this desire because consciousness is already complete it doesn't have a desire yes so it's the person who is having this desire is that technique useful you recommend or what
0: okay what would happen if you if you said that what would be your next thought or move
3: Um, sometimes, like, it it works and sometimes it doesn't. Ah. It doesn't work 100% of the
0: time. Yeah. So when it doesn't work, you are the I?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and when it does work, it's like your consciousness and the I actually is a tiny part of what you are, so his desires are not going to change anything. It's an interesting one, isn't it? It just shows you where, what perspective is running, what lens is running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about transcending desire.
3: Yes, yes, yes. It's not just breaking
0: a habit, it's the transcendence of yeah. experience, transcendence of desire.
3: Um, can there be an exercise or homework to do while there is no desire running.
0: Hmm. You see, when there's no desire running, you'd have to bring in an I thought, wouldn't you? You'd have to bring in the I thought because I have no desire running. Because consciousness doesn't do desires, yeah. as you know. So then we'd be engaging the I, it's worth a shot, except you'd be cranking up the personal again. It's worth a shot in terms of convincing the mind that, hey, you know what? Desirelessness can happen, and it's totally fine. Look, there's nothing lacking here. It's useful from that perspective. But after a while, it would have to be time-based. It would have to be short. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a month with it or two months with it, and then you stop. Because you'll just be cranking up the eye. You'd be reminding the eye of 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 itself when actually you're not the eye at all. I mean, you're not the eye. So you'd be reinventing an eye story in order for it to understand that it's happy. Okay. High risk.
3: If I may ask you, uh, Jack, um, in your journey, did you go through this process? Yeah. And how did you handle it, just the way you...
0: Yeah, pulling it apart. Pulling well, it's, it apart. it's that the stuff was being pulled apart, you know, like, I was like, what is going on here? What is going on here that I'm doing this again, that I'm going after this desire again? And I know I don't want it. It's just the friggin' desire at this point. I actually don't want that, you know, like it, it broke down to that. It's like, well, what mm. is this? What is this mechanism? And sitting with it, and watching it, and examining it, and turning it upside down and inside out until it's like, oh, holy Moses! This is just how the mechanism of mind. That's all this is, you know. And and of course, then it stopped its power of hypnosis.
3: You know, there are some teachers who say that the desire for freedom, Mm. you should not negate that. Yes. What do you say?
0: Yes, that's a tricky one. It's very useful to hang on to the desire for freedom because it's almost like you, you, you compress every other desire into the desire for freedom. For myself, there was a long period of time when the desire for freedom was the only desire.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then desires cropped up. I discovered, oh man, alive. What I was doing really was was I was just saying, actually, there's only one desire. I funneled the rest of them in, but I didn't process them. I didn't break them down at all. I didn't transcend them. They were hiding behind the desire for truth. It worked for a while, but it stops working at a certain point. It has to, because the desire, even for the desire for truth, is still going to keep the person alive, the desirer alive. It has to be dropped at some point.
3: If one says that that the dropping happens, is that a cop-out?
0: They're lucky if it happens. They're lucky. I had to chisel through every single stage. Yeah.
3: Probably for most
0: people, isn't it? They I think so. I think so, yeah. And if they don't it'll come back and bite them in the ass anyway, you know, because true understanding, wisdom doesn't come on, on, on unless you, you you become wise to what was hypnotizing you in the first place.
3: So, um, I'm sorry, Sorry. um, since you, um, you can energetically feel people, is is there anything specific for this body-mind that you would recommend? Because I, I really think, for me, this is a, a huge thing, the the, um, the unpacking of desire. So what, what would you tell me, Jack? okay
0: Okay. Um, okay, so the, the, the other layer that that I'm looking at, that we've never really tapped into, is is the spiritual conditioning you know, is, is the stuff that you've picked up along the way that has helped you, but actually it's not really helping you much anymore. But you're kind of, I may be fearful of throwing it aside because it's, it's been a great crutch, a great guide, but actually it's got a few rules and a few guidelines that you've assumed to be true and they're not working for you. Do you know they're not working for you?
3: I think in all honesty, I, I think that they are still useful. Okay. I don't know how useful they are because, mm. with the, I don't know, I mean there are tools that you, you pick up on this on this journey and some of them are very useful I think.
0: Yes. Um, yes, tools. Yes.
3: Tools. Yeah. Sorry. Um, as you said,
0: tools is important. To beliefs, ideas. Right. Right. Like conditioning, like uh, beliefs mm. of how it works, of how it is, and it's like, yeah, at a certain point we have to throw that off.
3: You know. I, Am, now that you mentioned this, I'm as you ask me. I'm asking this question to myself: What spiritual conditioning do I have? And I don't know. Really, I don't know the answer to that.
0: Okay, so so the part of you that asked is something gospel the other day. Ah, beautiful. Do you know that kind of thing? Sure, there's, you know, ultimate trust in, in Bhagavan. Of course, I completely get that. But at the same time, there has to be something within you that, that yeah.
3: Confirms that or
0: Yeah, that confirms it's like, that. like, what's hiding behind that? Right. What's, something hiding behind that. You know? It's like going to sleep. You actually have to go to sleep alone. You can't carry, carry Bhagavan with you to sleep do you know? He's a great signpost, but but at the end of the day, yeah. all crutches have to go.
3: Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Only for you, perhaps. It's always visible from outsiders, no?
5: Yeah.
0: You know. So it's like it's like at a certain point we get to um, reposition our spiritual influences and say, hold on a minute now, it really helped me till, so far. But, but what's hiding behind these crutches? Because they become crutches. You know? We, we outgrow the, the pointers, the guidelines, the, the beliefs. And you have to find out for yourself what's true and what's not true. You know, it's like, aim to pass out Bhagavan. Bhagavan.
4: To to pass
0: him out, to evolve beyond Bhagavan. That might be something that would give you. Yeah, that would. You see, there we go. Right, we're challenging it now.
3: So, how do you distinguish between trust and belief here?
0: Yeah. That's for you to explore.
3: But didn't you, in your journey, at some point, completely surrender yourself to your teacher? Absolutely. So then, the same would apply here in a way.
0: Yes, but that phase passed. And then I just thought, gosh, gosh, he, he's just what I am. Huh. He's just what I am. And then I started to see things like, hmm, I'm not so sure that actually that he said that. Was that coming from his own place? Because that doesn't run like that for me. Mm-hmm. You know, is this my conditioning or his conditioning? Huh, I don't know. And a lot of unanswered, but noticing that, gosh, this is not as simple as what it looked. You know, what it looked like earlier on. So the phase of completely trusting and surrender, yes, but it's a phase. It's a phase. For some, the phase ends with self-realization, but for others, no. Mm. You know? Like... Looking back now, I can see how the phase came um, the phase came and went, because that phase of total surrender was thrust upon a woman who was like independent, strong willed, strong minded, determined, you know, full on in there. I had to be broken. I had to be broken and brought to my knees. So it was really effective. So it's not surrender for surrender's sake, it's surrender to break the ego. Yeah. And when it's done its work, then then surrender becomes obsolete. You know? So if somebody is at the beginning of their path listening to this, just don't listen to it. <laughs> Because it's, it, it, it's not a good thing to do this, to drop the tools, mm. uh, unless you're really, really ready to drop the tools, until the tools are becoming a problem. And, and that's really an advanced seeker then, you know? So... Because we need these guidelines. We, we need, we need these, yeah. these structures to, 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 to show us where, where to go and how to live and how to drop in and break the ego. But at a certain point... Of course, it becomes a problem.
3: I don't even know how to draw spiritual conditioning like this.
0: Well, just shining a light on it is a good start. So, you know, you could look at where is the right and wrong around what is right and what is wrong. Because there is no right and wrong. But spiritual conditioning has a lot of rights and wrongs. You know? Yeah. I don't feel that, though, in, in the teachings of Bhagawan though, to be honest. Okay. So is it right to surrender? Is it wrong not to surrender? I'm just double-checking. It is, yeah, it feels right to
3: surrender. Um Yeah, I feel that it I feel it is right to surrender. Okay. Now.
0: Yes. Okay. Then maybe, then maybe another phase of of breaking down is fine. Yeah. But have a look at other spiritual ideas you bought along the way, things that go unquestioned. Just have a look. Yeah. This is very, very, very... What's arising over here is when you said,
3: I feel it's right to surrender, One do ask why? Um, Surrender, I was talking of surrender to Bhagwan. I mean to... It's maybe because of of the trust um, um, that he will carry me through
0: and there's still you and he yes and and even as you go through and beyond is there still you and he
3: i have not i uh, haven't been there
0: so where where does it stop being two
3: i think if i would say something it would really be a theoretical answer because i don't feel right now that there is this oneness between me and, and Bhagavan. I don't feel that.
0: Okay. So, can you see that the objectification of Bhagavan at some point will become the problem?
3: Guess this feeling I'm getting right now is I really have to drop everything.
0: Yes. Well done. That's the sentence.
3: And in a way actively drop it, you know just
0: Maybe so. You'll know how many layers layers. And what happens is that we change the relationship in the dropping. Hmm. The attachment goes. The blind spots go. We change the relationship. But there is no assurance that it will re-emerge in another way afterwards. Hmm. None. None. There can be none, because otherwise there is some attachment. There's a hidden agenda, and that's BS, if we're doing that, you know? Hmm. But one thing to just to remember like Patrick the other day saying that devotion happens but it's absolutely to nothing it's like there's no object of devotion and it's not even coming from him it just flows you know and we can talk about like you know where it gets triggered most and back to his you know his, his childhood connection with, with Christianity it's like that's that's, the, that's us putting a story on it of course but devotion flows How does that happen if there's no, you know, there is no objectified, object of devotion, rather? How does that happen? Yeah.
3: This is very, very useful. Thank you so much. You're
0: very welcome.
5: Very welcome.
0: (laughs) Oh!
6: Okay, just somebody who hasn't
0: been up before. Hi there.
7: When you are just talking to Dean, I noticed the coffee thing this morning. I noticed the freedom, and I noticed the lack, and I was like... And then I wanted it anyway. (laughs) So are you talking about commitment in a way?
0: I wanted it anyway. Is it that there was a personal I who wanted it? I mean, what? what? Yeah, there wasn't an
7: I, then there was the lack, and then there was definitely an I who wanted coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it like commitment to stay when the lack was noticed
0: before the the movement towards (laughs)
7: making some coffee? Yes,
0: noticing the lack and not like, letting the next level of hypnosis happen I not stayed with the lack
7: for a while okay and it was like that like,
0: like fuck it you know, I want
7: the coffee like.
0: well you weren't with the lack because the desire was coming and you yeah. give it to the desire you weren't with the lack yes. if you were just stayed with the lack you'd be like wow this is interesting uh, I'm it. really buying the idea that I need something that something is not okay here Gosh, that's just, a, that's just a thought. And really, not just intellectually, not conceptually, but grokking that that's just a thought. Yeah. You know, it's like, gosh, I'm just buying the thought that something will make me feel better.
7: Yeah.
0: And drop into the stillness that's beneath that thought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually freedom. It's not discipline, it's not commitment, it's freedom. And it's not really commitment either that does that. No, no, it's none of those determined will based things. None of those. It's just a seeing, it's just realizing what's going on and not being a, a slave to the mind. And it's not even that question do
7: I want to be a slave to this? Because when I ask that, then already another thing is happening. it feels like this is way beyond me.
0: That's great. (laughs) It's great. Yes, it's way beyond the me. Yes, but we're opening something. We're just opening a little gateway to you as pure consciousness, to the part of you that's not buying into being a woman, you know, waking that up and bringing that here, you know.
7: And all these worries happen, but that's the main... Yes. ...like right now, around coffee.
0: Sure, that's just mind-creating yeah. story.
7: It feels like there's a crack right there. I think so. And that there's lots of discomfort.
0: Yes, for the eye, Yes. <laughs> I could go bash you on the head right now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Crack is fine. Crack is good. Okay. Okay. Stay with the crack. Okay. Don't seal it over. Okay. Good on you. Okay. Yeah, now I you Okay. Do you want to come up? Yeah, come if you can. And I'll move across the screen.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay um, well, it started out the question in the beginning of this morning to get some kind of up close looking at aligning, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, local perception with a broader global or whatever. And then I was trying to think of examples because this is kind of my daily, daily dilemma of trying to figure out these two things that keep flip-flopping. Flopping, and I can, I guess, the desire is to try and hold the global that sometimes just drops in.
0: Hmm, it's not so much too... That flip flopping, yeah. I think that must come from an idea that there are two distinct or opposing perspectives. They're not opposing; they're they're on the one trajectory. You, oh, okay. You know, they're on the one. It's like a lens. It's like you know, lights in the theater, and a gel comes in, and it's just a white yeah, light, you yeah, know. And a gel yeah. comes in, and everything is blue or red or you know. And you play with gels, no? and it completely changes the light. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that. It's like you're the light. And then these lenses of perception come in. Right.
1: Well, it's kind of like what just more recently I've been seeing there really isn't a difference between, you know, I for so long desired the global and tried to get rid of the the localized. And then this recent... Thanks to you, dawning. oh, there isn't any difference. Yes. But that's such a, it still has sink sinking deeper.
0: Okay. So something is going back, imagining that there's a flip-flopping, that there's two yeah, opposing I, things, but there isn't a difference.
1: Throughout the day, you know, just uh, daily, I notice when I get into a localized and desire and lack and all this business, And I'm watching it. I can really—I mean, I just automatically when it comes up, I'm watching it. I see it, and it carries on. And before, there was this is not good, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Now there isn't that distinction. Yes. Good. But on some, it's kind of like a split. There's not the distinction in my logical mind. I can see. Then okay ah oh, there isn't there isn't a difference oh my god the freedom but then there's something underneath that that still
0: is pulling for the global that experience so is there and a belief that the global is right or is better is it come down to a qualitative value system that you have
1: i think there's a deeper unconscious belief that that would go along with the whole spiritual journey that's been underlying my life for so many years okay an idea of how it should look how Uh, it should be yeah 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 yeah
0: man that propaganda can't you see it keeps coming up it's done it's like oh my gosh yeah it's really strong conditioning isn't it the Catholic Church and... Yeah, all the it's, systems, it's... Whatever. Yeah, exactly. the same thing. That's right. It's, it's like is, heaven looks like this. Self-realization yeah. looks like this. It's like, gosh... Yes, yes the know. same exact mechanism. I yeah. Think. So if we're bringing the mind with us, then we, you know, we're, we're painting the picture of how it should look. Yeah. So there has to be a letting go of that.
1: Right. And that... Yeah.
0: You see? So the mind is still being believed that that it can offer an image you know that the conditioning is believed but i believe it that it mm-hmm. can offer it. it's
1: kind of like there's this huge gap between consciously i see so clearly that there is no difference it's just this yes seeing yes but then there's an unconscious belief or whatever whatever that deep unconscious conditioning that I can still feel the pull, the maybe the pull is the wrong word. It's it's something lack maybe of it ought to it ought to look like, it ought to feel like it does when there's the global pure pure perception. It ought to feel like that even though I know that's just Illusion. That's just a thought, but it's not a thought. It's underlying something that I can't have access to in my thoughts because my thoughts can see it so clearly. Uh, what? How do I deal with that?
0: So it's at an energetic
1: level. Yeah. Yeah. What you were saying, conditioning.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes it's like that, isn't it? That we have like an energetic imprint, and even though yeah. you know you're not buying it, it's like the energy is, is still there. It's like it's, I don't know, it's yeah. in the subconscious or somewhere, I don't know, those layers of things, but, but energetically, yeah. Right, or
1: maybe it's just a matter of training the mechanism because it's been trained that that's what conditioning is. It's been trained yes. that that. Global is better than local. Yes, localised. than local, that's right. So it's just a matter of staying with it. Okay, like, like a dog, you train it sit and stay,
0: and it takes a while. Yes, yes. Um, there are techniques in kinesiology that, that tap into uh, that which is held in the energy body or the physical body. Uh, yes. That's not in the mind. It seems like a, a physical
1: um, an energy body. It's not the mind, because I can yeah. see it so clearly yeah and it repeats like yeah
0: yeah you could probably research techniques and do them yourself or okay or we can find somebody who would be clear enough to actually unblock that you know right yeah you know yeah I've forgotten those techniques. I used to know them once upon a time. I've forgotten them. I don't retain a lot, it seems. does um, it anything to do
1: with NLP or I, kinesiology is related? Psyche. Who?
0: It's called Psyche. Psyche. It's another practice of that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, going after beliefs. Yeah. 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 But at least we've identified it. It's a belief that's, that, that has an energetic imprint even though the mind has dropped it. But right. there's an energetic right. holding on of it someplace. Yeah, and that helps just to yeah. spot that just to just, spot it, exactly. Yeah. So we got we gotta find a way. We will find a way, okay. you know, to, to unravel that. Yeah. It'll either just yeah. happen or it'll come. It'll come. You know when you're onto it the next step will be right. will appear it anyway. Little, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's just okay. a value system. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time any time it's like, whoa, I'm in the personal and it's like, so what? So what? I know it's not me it's just the personal lens if you know it's not you I mean if, if you know it's, if you think it's you okay there's another story but for some time now it's, it, the personal lens runs but you know it's not you
1: yeah so but I make myself wrong for you make yourself
0: wrong yeah you running. bring in a story then Yeah, running but I've, there's a making myself wrong yeah there, and that's that's pattern, right that's the pattern that it shouldn't be running that's right that's right even though I know it's not
1: me that's absolutely clear yeah but it's running. And it's running.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it's like it's doubling back on itself. You know, yeah. the idea that it's wrong is wrong. You know, yes. it's, it's, it's like there, there, It's like a tower. Yeah, know? it is. Building tower upon tower. So if we stripped it back to just one and said, "Okay, we've identified the idea that that." <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh, <he's laughs> totally natural. It's so he's singing long. to you in the dark. Um, so when... Okay, so if you can see that the, 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 the original imprint is, is saying that this, 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 this isn't right, it shouldn't be like this. Yeah, the
1: original.
0: Yes, yeah. the original one. Hmm. If you don't have that point of reference at all, of right and wrong, Mm -hmm. at all, is it alright? Well, if I didn't have it at all,
1: it wouldn't arise.
0: Yes. So what? So something something is still hanging on to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Right. And especially as... We need to get rid of the thing that's saying we need to get rid of something. I mean, yes. it's like hold so on oh, now. No, there's something tricky here. Very tricky. Something yes. tricky here, yeah. and I'd be inclined to do the opposite and say actually that's the very thing we won't get rid of because we're feeding into it. Uh, we could look at it that way too. Do you see? Yes. We could everything. look at it that. We could flip everything. Flip everything. Yeah, there's never just one way to skin a cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: Gosh. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Well, yeah. Okay.
0: Play with that for a bit. I'll play with that, good. Yes. Yes, because because, in a way that energy imprint of this isn't quite right, hmm. it's going to win if it's going to be dissolved because it's fulfilling its own prophecy. Gosh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: wow. Do you see? Right, right. I think that's where it comes from. Yeah.
0: There's I, a knowing
1: that this, this is gonna go and so it ought to go and yes, and, oh, But whatever. it's actually
0: staying there by getting rid of itself. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, we're on it now. We're on it now, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? It's
1: so tricky, so yeah. kind of subtle yeah. So subtle.
0: It's just the same
1: the same game. Yes. It's all the same the little game.
0: Twist and it's the same game. The same game
1: that everybody
0: Yes, yes. Wow. And sometimes it's a layer to be gotten rid of, and sometimes actually nothing. No, doing nothing with this. Oh, doing nothing goodness. with this, and it'll lose its charge.
1: Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Ooh, it's almost scary.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're facing it. It's like it's there now. Yeah. yeah. The nothingness of yes, yes. Oh, well, I'm going to I Yes. Because it's so
1: just daily. You. Sure, it's the one that's... And I don't know what to do with it. Now I can see why I don't know
0: what to do with it. Yes, nothing that's it. it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Yes, thank you. Sure, you're welcome. you. Know, you are yeah. welcome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, and then Patrick will walk over and there. So what's wrong with coffee? Nothing's wrong with coffee. It's beautiful. Desire is problematic, though. Drink all the coffee you want, but watch the desire.
7: The reason I bring it up, because it's very interesting that that came up. um, My strategy was depression a long time ago. I had a very, very severe depression about 20 years ago. And I've seen through that that that's just my way of, was my way of coping. Yes. However, when it's cloudy, there is a tendency to get low. Mm. And then, if there's a little bit of caffeine, it's like a medicine for me, Mm. but I don't sense that I have an addiction to it. Sure. And I don't have to have it every day. All right. It's just now and then. And it almost can become celebratory. For me, is that still desire?
0: Not at all. Not at all. That's like a self-maintenance thing, isn't it? I mean, is there a desire to get rid of the the overcast, Mm. the the, the condition that happens when it's overcast, no? Like when it's cloudy? It
7: sometimes just feels like the brain chemistry is really affected by it. And when, yes, there probably is the desire to...
0: Not to feel so low. Okay. There probably is the desire. desire. No, but if you're saying there probably is a desire, then then it mightn't. It might be a preference. I mean, you can feel low or you can take something, a cup of coffee, and you don't feel low. There's no biggie there. Where if it's like I am not feeling this way and there's like there's a power and a charge and an attachment to making it go away, that's desire. That's Mm -hmm. desire. Mm Okay. You know? But we have to maneuver and take care of ourselves, you know? Because
7: there can can there be a brain chemistry
0: lack? Of course. Ever since I was little? Of course. I'm not a medic, but sure. The body can do all kinds of tiny out-of-balances. Of course it can.
7: And for me then, because I never used to drink coffee when I was younger, ever, ever, so then for me it's become, oh, it's almost like a little bit of medicine. Yes. That helps me live my life. Yes. Yes. But I don't get depressed anymore, so I've seen through that. Yes.
0: But the tendency to get a little bit low is still there. Yes. Yes. It just sounds like you're just managing it. You know? Yeah like on my own path whenever there was a whenever there was like a preference or a desire i would even deny deny myself the preference in order to really be clear what was a desire and what was a preference i stopped everything you know i stopped every support and that's fine you know I, you know there was quite a toll to be paid then mm-hmm. you know um and I learned some things, but it doesn't have to be that difficult at all. Really, it doesn't have to be that difficult at all. As you can, you know, but I'm very thorough though, so, so that's kind of my style that I would be an extremist about it. So if you feel yourself, no, I'm not addicted to coffee. No, it's like just taking a pill. Sure, I could stay miserable, you know, or a bit down or a bit low. I could stay it, but no, I'm going to participate today. If it's that soft you're not running from anything, it's totally fine. Totally fine. You're just managing mm-hmm. something. And I'd like to
7: <coughs>
4: also ask you about
7: um, just passion. I don't have the passions that I used to have. Mm. And life is just running. Mm. And they're not as much me in it anymore. It's just life. Like I get up, I came here. Um, last night I, for some reason, couldn't sleep. That wasn't a problem. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I seem to, or life seems to be running on its own. Yes, it does. More and more. It does. But we still have to manage it a little bit because there is still this form
0: here, correct? Uh-huh. Right? Uh huh. Uh huh. So is there an absence of passion? Like are you missing something? Is there a lack? Something is stirring right now,
8: yes.
7: Uh... I do miss companionship. You really hit on it, didn't you? Yeah. Because I made it fine that I'm, that I'm... I isolate maybe a lot, but that's fine because I'm independent like you were talking about. But I still do miss that, I guess. But I, I don't know how to, to bring that about because I've tried. And, and then I think, well, that's not... Life is not going that way for me. So I accept it but there's still a longing for it?
0: There is the desire.
7: So then if I look at the lack, uh, I don't lack then. So is that the desire that is still hooking me?
0: From really being free? Yes. Okay. Yes yes and you know there is there is sure a, a sense of well-being for the human species when we when when we connect intimately with others mm-hmm. there is a sense of well-being sure cuz we we function well with others you know we, we We're not hermits. We don't do very well in that scenario. We live in communities. We live close together. This is how we work. So, so sure, there's that natural species thing and then there is like conditioning or ideas of how it should be or I had a different idea about my life. Then there's all the mind garbage on top of it. If you can peel it right down to make sure that there's no other layers on top of it and that it's just a natural pull to be with others. Do you know? Or an other. It's then really, really see what there is. If there is a... a if, if, if you come right down and there is still a, a, a pull for companionship, sure, it's like, okay, there's a pull for companionship. It's either going to come or it's not going to come. And both is okay. It's arriving at a place where both is Okay. If it's just the natural pull of the species, you know, if it's just a natural thing of being human, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's when we overlay it with the desires that it becomes painful. So I thought I was fine with that, but this,
7: that just arose, shows me that there's still some attachments. Yeah, there's something
0: okay. there. Okay. And it might just be acknowledging that there's a loneliness you know, if that's the right word for it, you know, that there's there's a loneliness. And sometimes if it's just acknowledged, it's like, okay, that experience is running through. If you make it personal, it becomes darn painful, and you'll want to desire it to be another way. Whereas an impersonal experience can run through. It's like, yeah, it's like the body's hungry. The body would love some intimacy, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay, all right. If it'll come, it'll come. Or if I can make it happen, great. But if I can't, I can't. You know, peeling it right down.
7: Yeah, I see that. It's to allow
0: whatever arises around that. Because it's impersonal.
7: Yeah.
0: The pain comes when it's personal. But every experience is valid. It's all valid. Mm-hmm. So, so. You know, from the impersonal. Mm-hmm. They're all valid.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sure.
0: Thank you uh,
6: this is following on about lack, but, yes. but starting from uh, the other day we were talking about uh, mind-thoughts, concepts, dropping away into deep-knowing. Um, Can you bring the mic a little bit closer. And with deep knowing, there's n- there's no lack. There's one- no lack yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, not about drinking coffee, but reading a newspaper. <laughs> uh, this is the big one, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we haven't gotten to chocolate
6: yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sex. I mean, yes. chocolate, I do both. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee <laughs> with the newspaper, huh?
6: <laughs> so I was talking to a spiritual friend this morning, uh-huh. and it became clear that well, that. Um, why is the newspaper being read? In other words, mm-hmm. and then of course lack is the key. Is there a lack or not a lack? Now, if there's no lack, then it doesn't matter whether I read the newspaper or not. I mean, if what happens to appear, I can read it. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't care. It doesn't matter whether whether I read it. Or not.
0: Yes. Okay.
6: And I think what I'm what what his vision is. There's, I think because, of, is this is because of conditioning. There's a lack of knowledge about what's happening. In the world? Yeah. Okay. And that's a conditioning because it was brought up to be concerned about the world and international affairs and everything.
0: Yes. Okay.
6: So, um, that's the key to dealing with it. Yes. That's what the lack is. Yes. You have it. Okay. Then, um, suppose there's an emotional reaction to something in the newspaper. Um, I think you were saying, if that just is something that it's sort of like, ouch, and it just passes away that's there's no lack there it's just yes no, it's, it's just an impersonal
0: it's response
6: just, it's just yeah you know, the body's responding mm-hmm. um, but if there's any uh, continuation of that that's another another matter of yes and uh, I, I don't know what that represents um, some lingering personal
0: yes personal
6: individual concern yeah. About the state of the world. Yes. Having been conditioned to try and improve, make things better. Yes. Okay. So that's the kind of thing you go through to see yeah. that. To see that.
0: Yes. Okay. That's it. Yeah. 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 You're on to it.
6: And the same thing with watching a bridge television program. You can take it or leave it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, But so these these lacks the lacks that come up uh, could they just be regarded as residues or I'll put it this way they keep coming up from time to time it would seem okay and I guess my question is. Do okay. <laughs> Find words for this. Um, then it's just it's just a question of of noticing.
0: Yes, seeing them. Rec- and
6: recognize. And
0: they break up pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. they break up easily. They do.
6: If, if there's been this movement to, into whatever is called. I mean. Yes. You know what I mean? As long as
0: they don't, you know, like in the early stage of the game, they create full-on identification and we're hypnotized by them. Yeah. Now we see them and it's like, oh, and it's like, and that's because of that, okay. And you have it in a few minutes. Uh-huh. It's, it's unraveled itself. That might always continue.
6: That, that's, that's what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, that might always continue. That's fine.
6: Uh, that's my question. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah it's point. just patterning that no longer creates identification, but mm. it's just the dissolving of patterns.
6: Dissolving patterns.
0: Yes. Yes.
6: And it can always continue. Yes. Yes.
0: Be open for it to always continue. Yes. It, it it means nothing, you know? It means nothing if it continues always or or stops and starts or it means nothing. Yes. If it creates identification, okay, red light. There's work to be done. Okay. But it's just a noticing like, oh my god, that's where that came from, that's where that habit came from. And okay you know, pulling it apart and there it is. And,
6: and, and lack is the key. Yes. Okay, great. For there, yes,
0: for these kinds of things, yes. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah, sure. Sure. I've got to...
8: So my question has to do with dropping a tool. Bring this up closer. <coughs> dropping a tool. Um... For for this one, the tool, and at times the anchor, the absence of nothing, which has been there since I met you, Uh Um, it doesn't seem to be as potent. The pointer. Yeah, or the... Winter is it the tool? Um, so I've been looking at it to see: is this is there purpose for this anymore? Okay, you know, and not that the not to insinuate that the the absence of nothing is permeating. I mean, it's permeating, but it's not. Uh, I don't want to use the word awareness but it's not there. so what
0: happens when you when you use the tool now the absence of nothing
8: again it's like there isn't the depth okay. that's linked into mm. this sense that the depth i in mean, there are. so um, I keep going back to it to see if there's a shift to see if To see if, I don't know how to put it into words, but um, it seemed as if it was more powerful before. Sure. And, and even as recently as January, okay, February, March, yes. you know.
0: And, and usually when things fall off, it's that we've kind of squeezed all the juice out of it we've maximized it and some way we've integrated whatever it was teaching us where it was bringing us do you feel that's happened?
8: I don't know okay that's my question yeah um yeah
6: you know something
8: yeah that, that that's a question that is yeah it's not as if uh The experience, for lack of a better word, is that all the time, you know, so I can't say that it's just, uh, and it's not that it's a distraction. Okay. It's just softer, subtler, doesn't have the potency.
0: Doesn't have the potency. I don't know. You've chewed it dry, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it feels like you have. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes things get dropped for a while and then they come in again. And like, the more I'm in the world, the more I find like every now and then it's like, oh, wow, that's running, you know? And it's some some phrase that I used to use 10 years ago, something. And the, my mind is just going over the phrase, you know? It's just like, wow, <coughs> my gosh, you know? Um. There's, there's no question of potency or anything, but it was just a good habit, you know? the mind needs to chew on something, well, there's a selection of things that it has. So it could come back and be potent, or it might just come back and be something that <coughs> the mind just rests on.
8: You know? Does the mind need something to chew on, or is that a crutch? You know, that is, I mean, it is on one level. Um, I think where we're we're at now in our evolution,
0: yes, mind needs something to chew on because we've trained our minds to be really busy and there's stimuli from every friggin' direction. There's stimulation all the time. So we'd have to learn how to think differently as children in order to be able to... um, have our minds work at a slower, gentler pace. So uh, I, I think where we're at for the next few hundred years, maybe even more, we're going to need to have healthy things for mind to chew on, unless we have some kind of intervention or some other kind of programming or something to actually slow down the thinking mind. You know? I think something healthy to chew on is, is a good thing. Health food for the mind, because it's an overused. It's overused because of the world we live in. I don't
8: know. At times, yeah, yeah. Let other times know. Sure. So. Sure.
0: Sure, but it's the times when it's difficult now. That's, yeah, yeah. That's when we use tools. When it's fine, there's no need for any tools, there's no need for any of it at all. And there's no I, you know, This when it's just life being lived to the form.
8: So, do I keep using that tool, or do I ask for another tool to appear? Yeah, I would do the
0: latter. I would look for another tool that, 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 yeah, that chews away at something else. That,
8: that, that tool came from my first conversation with you. Really? Way back there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, I don't exactly remember my words. They were brief, but, um, they were nothing, nothingness, nothingness. Yes. And you pushed to the absence of nothing, which turned me inside out, you in know. Yeah, yeah. Inner tornado of sorts. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah. I kind of like this. Um, th- this, like, if we say your trajectory is like this, the graph I was using yesterday, like you've got crests and troughs, no? And it's like there's a there's a crest right now, where where you know. It, the sinking in deep isn't going on. That's lovely. That's lovely. Enjoy that too, you know? And when that shifts, because as you know, it's always phases. Things, are, things change all the time. When that kind of uh, connection with life alters, one might pop up then. One might pop up then. But I think it would be kind of nice to be with the, 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 the kind of the superficialness zone,
8: to Let that be fine well, it, there's, there's a sense that maybe just there should be an openness of riding the waves and not um, and, and not because uh, there's no on one level there's no concern about that there's no there's no you know the fast mind comes and goes but it's not it's not driving yes it's not driving yes, yes. so um, and maybe that's something a, a practice to do to sub okay so how is this gonna be if I'm not yes continually reminding yes the mind what yes it needs it you know at that level. So I don't know. Yes. <clears throat> be an interesting experiment though. Yeah. Um, something else came up now to go. Um, oh the the deepness, the intensity um, for some time has there's been a sense that it's a burning off that there I know that there's a burning off happening at a level I'm not conscious of you know? okay whereas years ago there was a burning off at a level I was conscious of and and not conscious of okay you know uh-huh. so I mean it doesn't really matter I don't know if there's less of that you know but that's just something that the curious mind wants
0: to So I wonder, are we kind of cruising around the, the current phase? Because the current phase is, you know, is that there doesn't seem to be a depth. That's, that, that life is fine, really. There isn't a, an ongoing working in the process. What would it be like just to enjoy that? What would it be like to
8: just be with that? Well, more specifically, the depth isn't when I sit, you know, so I still have that uh, refreshment, whatever the benefit, whatever that yeah whatever form that takes yeah. throughout the day, but it's not it's not gone, gone, gone it's not way down yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. it, it's not again it's not like there's a sense that that wasn't enough yet for what what's faced in the day to to, there
0: isn't a sense that it isn't enough there or there is a sense that well there isn't there isn't so you with this (laughs) Jamie? I could I could hear you thinking (laughs) what that's great that's great Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm wondering. Let's throw this out and see how it sits. When a natural, organic kind of... Um, um, a, a, a pulling away from from the the normal depth of a practice and the shifts that happen because we're doing the practice, sometimes we, we just get a break and it softens for a while. Um. There's no harm in doing that. But the thing is, life will bite us in the ass. Because because what happens is that we we just slide into some old habits.
8: Yeah, yeah. Then, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm being lackadaisical yeah. about it, but I can see the potential for the that. The potential yeah, for that, absolutely.
0: You know, it's a really useful thing to do, is to actually have that experience of letting it slide and life bites us in the ass. And it's it's it teaches us like, you know, uh, about two months or three months, I can kick back and then my mind is up again. And the, the lesson tends to be so potent that we decide, actually, no, this is like brushing my teeth. This is just a basic thing in, in life. And even when it's not potent, I'm going to continue with it. The lesson that comes from letting it slide and discovering how long it takes before we drop right into identification again, that's a useful lesson. It's a bit high
8: risk, but it's very useful. Well it did in a way bite me in the ass last fall, you know. Yeah. You got yeah. It stopped everything. Yeah, it stopped me from sitting. It stopped. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, right? I do I okay. do actually? Remember so that. so yeah. that and I'm that's uh, yeah no longer a hook. Yes, you know I've right. had to face it and deal with it numerous times yes. since then, and it's not a hook. Yes, yeah. I was mm-hmm. completely neutral yeah. while others were all great in a fuss. Yes, you know I was completely yes. So. Um, Okay, you came through that one. I came through that one, and that was a savior. You know, the tool was a savior. It wasn't a, a, an anchor in a wild storm, you know? Sure, but that was an external thing happening in life. Yes, yes, And it's yes. like,
0: we've got a similar thing now, but it's totally in your internal life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's interesting. Do you, do you continue to practice when there's, you know, when you're on a crest? And, and life is kind of superficial, you know it's just 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 I mean I'm around. practicing something I'm sitting I'm yeah, it's not like I'm sure you know sure yeah.
8: sure yeah.
0: but if it reduces for myself, I think it's it's worth it, it's worth the lesson, but it does have a risk involved the 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 lesson that we we come out with a gem of of really knowing that no this this mind needs at a minimum abc it just it, it's like we get to know how it can recreate those neurological paths to make the eye stronger we, we get to see something so it's like you kind of got to watch it but you're, 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 you're taking it easy. You're taking a you know, you're not being as diligent. You, you might just sit once a day, you know, and that's fine. Just continue that because that's part of your life. Mm-hmm. No, that mm-hmm. I have to do. All yeah, that I have yeah, to, after, yeah. yeah. Especially, especially if you're going, going Yeah, that's anchors. part of your life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's part no, of your life. So
8: that's another. Sure. Level of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. So so that's it. Saying, yeah, that feels yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So
0: to, to keep that there. Be interesting to see what happens. What happens if you go anchorless with the rest of it? so it's an experiment it's not going anchorless yeah, because I've yeah, thrown everything it's actually yeah, yeah. going
8: anchorless as part of the spiritual practice it's a little bit of a so go anchorless and ask to, and, and look to see if there's another tool no I wouldn't look to see the, another tool I'm pushing it a bit
0: because I'll see you at the end of June yeah. so even if from now until then if there was just your morning sit and let it let it, just just let the reins loose and see what happens. What well, if a tool moves. arises? The
8: tool arises. Indeed. Not shut the door on it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. If a tool arises, and it's like yeah, actually, yeah. okay, no, this mind just needs this. It's a really interesting phase. It's a real interesting because it, the few times you've spoken now, it feels like gosh, it's 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 going in a direction of just kicking back a little bit and seeing what happens. What happens? It doesn't feel
8: intentional. It feels subtle. Yeah. Not, yeah. not like a lazy or... A, no, a, no, it's, no, it's a strategy. There's actually no context to it. Yeah. It's, whatsoever. It's, but it's a strategy. It's just, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. And I mean, let's, let's
0: revisit it at the end of June and, see, okay. and just see, okay, did something make a difference there? What does this mind do if it's not being, you know, pulled in with an anchor, if it doesn't have a... a
8: well, it it'll have functional anchors that certainly the mind is yeah. very sure. Goes very deep with and detailed with and can of course can manage. Yeah. Even though I'm Yeah. Let's see.
0: Cause it's just like May, June, it's five like five weeks. Yeah. Okay. It's right. ring fenced. It's ring fenced. That that's it's what? It's ring fenced. You know we've got a beginning date and an end date. Ring fenced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Got it's, it. Yeah. There's a parameter on it. Let's see what happens. That you're sitting and that's all. And let's see where the mind goes or what what happens qualitatively too. You explain,
8: what you experience? Happens. Yes, is there havoc? <laughs> is or there not? havoc?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a good thing to, to check out, you know. Because then we learn about, actually, my mind needs this to stay healthy. And then there's my spiritual practice because there's identification or these triggers left or something. But the mind needs this to stay healthy, to actually stay well and calm. So it's like dividing these two. Okay? Mm. An interesting experiment. Let's see. I can't remember who was going to come was Tom, was it? Was it a Jude to George? Okay. Have you a quick comment or you want to come up? Yeah. Uh, come up again. Come up again. Okay, we might do it after lunch. But let's... let's Let's do to Tom and George. Can we break for lunch then? Sure. Um,
5: this started way back with uh, Jamie at the very beginning. Okay. With what, what were we talking about? Um, watching the mind sort of create desire? Was that how it was going? Or, or experience. We were
0: looking at the components of experience and then we went on to desire. I've
5: had, I've had this happen before, but this morning when I woke, first there, I'm awake, there's awakeness. But no thoughts uh-huh. so it was very nice, but what I have seen this happen several times is there is now this urge to make thoughts ah. it 's an energy uh-huh. that's yes. pushing in it's just, mm. and it, no thoughts would come, but the energy's real there, and there's the tension, and i 'm aware of that tension, no thoughts the desire to make thoughts, or that it 's an energetic thing, and uh, actually, I got up meditating so that, sort of just set up, and sure enough, here come, you know, little random things. But I I was just curious your take on that. My interpretation is that's just mind. Mind's just wanting to rev up and go. Absolutely. And and that's all that is. Yes. But then, so, then, the subsidiary to that is, mind is then individual, individuality, psychologic mind, and me, the I part. And the, I guess what I was getting at is we, we talked about this Friday night about the I thought and the energy associated with that. And it seemed to me locate that energy and allow that to melt and then less impact of psychologic psychological eye. Am I right on that? Am I, am I just trying to make more yeah, yeah, mental I activity?
0: Something. I lost something. Run it. Can you run it again? It's too? hard
5: for you to get lost. As I'm watching it, so must, <laughs> <I must have. laughs> the. Alright, uh, so the there's this energy to, to. I
0: know what I was doing. I was back in the. I was back in something. I was going. Uh, yeah. I was this, back I in the, your back morning in. thing. I was, yeah. I was. There. Okay. It was sorry. very nice. It was but me. Um, yeah.
5: There's the energy to to just do or. Yes. To, it's a push. It's I have defined mind in my own experience is the urge to move. It's just movement. It wants to move. And but somewhere in that is somewhere personal eye comes in and, and wakens. And so and you'd mention on like on Friday about how that personal eye has there's an energetic thing. Yes. And people you call it a skin, I think is what you, there's something around the energy or was that the word or grease or something? I thought you used the word skin. People probably
0: a contraction or something, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm but not sure.
5: whatever. Okay. Yeah, so,
0: Lynn mentioned a skin.
5: It yeah, was a skin. The skin, yeah. yeah. So that thinking, well, if you could just, how do you, you know, if you could just cut that energy off. <laughs> you know, again, this is a how-to thing. Yes, it,
0: to make it better for the eye. You no,
5: know to make it, to stop it.
0: To, why?
5: Why do I need to get ready to melt that personal eye and allow what the awareness to be super to and make that... The smaller I subservient. Okay. Or is this too much? To it's funny.
0: Different? It feels like that's coming from desire from the personal eye. It,
5: yeah, absolutely. Now, that was the next part. Is it? It's very apparent how personal eye and desire are so inextricably intertwined. Absolutely. You can't separate them. That's yeah, really apparent. Yeah, they, they arise together. They, they just come together. They do. And it's, it all comes back to wanting freedom for that matter yes or wanting truth yes yes
0: Um, okay
5: this is making sense it is
0: but there's a few different things going on when when we want something to happen it's not going to happen unless our verbalization of what we want is actually coming from an inner pull that's going to happen and I'm wondering, in that question, it felt like it came from a guy who wanted to get it or wanted to to, to do it or make it better for himself. I'm wondering how much of it was desire-driven or is it like, there, this is where it's going now, this is where it's going now. When we respond to where it's going now, of course, of course, mind, mind is mind is then responding and change can happen. If it's motivated by us doing something, we're just moving the furniture to make it better for ourselves.
5: I think it's a combination.
0: Is it a combination? Okay, very good. Yeah, right.
5: I, that's, yeah, you, you're head on the nail with Ellen. Or is it nail
0: on the nail? My head on the nail. It often feels I like think I think I hit my this. head on the nail. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the whole essence of the personality here. Yeah. Is getting it. Is getting it. Yeah. The
0: getting it part, let's let, that, that that has to be dissolved. That it's, has to be seen through and it's dissolved. To,
5: all right. Then this leads to we could work with that. But let me let me throw this yeah. in so you can. Is that in looking at this? I did come across. I want freedom, my friend, and then it, it won't. I don't want it because I'm too afraid of what that, what that means or what that might be. And so it came across was, no, I don't want it. Um, and, of course, even I say that, that's like, that's blasphemy, you know, sure. here. but it, that was that impulse to say no to all of this. Yes. And you can come up with images, the whole body superstructure, whatever, mental framework falling apart. And... So getting it, not wanting it, trying to get it but not wanting it, there's this horrible tension going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. Does that that uh, happens for most a, of us. That's the dilemma then. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's, it's um, the structure that produces the story of the personal eye, That structure has vitality of its own. Definitely. It, and wants, to it, it, yeah, it, it oh, wants to push. Yeah, it does. It wants to push. And when it's under serious threat, it's going to fight for its survival. Like anything, it will not want to die. Yeah, It does fight for a survival. It does. So if you can recognize that if that desire is belonging to the structure that wants to stay alive... Well, it is. It's about recognizing that. Sure, it's, like sure. it's, it's got its own life force, and anything that's alive invariably tries to protect itself. That's the way life works, really, you know? Anything with a nervous system seems to want to protect itself. So, so <clears throat> the, the personal eye is going to absolutely say, I don't want freedom. Even if it says, I do want freedom, if you pull it apart it imagines that it'll be better off without itself or it'll have some stupid paradoxical loop going on that on investigation it actually really doesn't want to wake up at all. Correct. Because it wants to be there to enjoy it. Correct. Alright? Yeah. yeah. So, no matter what way we look at it, invariably the mind is not going to surrender with ease. But it's just going to run that story. And it's going to die anyway. It's going to go anyway, that personal eye. Like... It's on the demise. It's
5: on the demise. Yeah, it's but a losing it, battle. You know, we all hear about I want to die before I die. Yes. I mean, yeah, mind dies before the body dies. Yes. Yeah, that's what I want. The oh, body's going to die. Okay, then adios. Yeah. Mi mente. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want that.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I want the other way around. No guarantees. Yeah. The sequence, no guarantees. Yeah. The identity that is currently manifesting as Tom is going to die sometime whether it's after the time body story or not it's going to die sometime that identity sure. you've got to be okay with that yeah. because the desire to, to lock it into linear time that's, that, that, that's a big fat story okay. because pure consciousness doesn't even do linear time Okay. you see Yeah. so that, that part of it has to go and it's okay for mind to not want to die. You do want to die under certain conditions, but actually you really don't want to die. And it's like, that's the conundrum that mind, that it's you trying know, to make I'm, sense of I'm okay something. with that, because that's what minds do. That's what minds do.
5: That's their, it's its function.
0: That's right. It's their function.
5: I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. 98%. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Th- th- this leads to the next thing, you we—it just has to do with seeking. That I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a, a course or a retreat or something, thinking, I'm "Gonna go in there, and I'm gonna walk out
0: awake." Oh, guaranteed not to happen. Uh-huh. Yes.
5: <laughs> yes, that's absolutely. You right. guarantee it. Yes. Guaranteed. Yes. And we get in our our groups after, are you going to this? Are you going to the retreat? What are you going to be doing next? And I think that's so freaking shallow. Uh Because it's right here right now. Yes,
0: it's right here right now. Yeah.
5: What is it I'm overlooking?
0: Well, the desire to wake up might be getting in your way. Seems to be the theme of the morning. (laughs)
5: <laughs> it works for me I'm okay there's room for all of that
0: expectation
5: yeah okay let me ask you this
0: is there a knowing that the Tom character will wake up like a knowing not an intellectual knowing but is there a knowing that the Tom character is going to wake up
5: And this may be the answer. I don't know. Is that it's on, I'll be riding my bike, and I could be up three, or four hours. Okay, and after an hour or so, two hours, I'll go. Nothing's changed. And nothing is different. Yeah, there's motion here. There's you know there's sensations for the body. There's sensations of the road. The road may not change that much. You know, cars going by, sounds. Nothing's changed. And I, oh, there's permanency in that experience. Yeah, always. Nothing's changed, and and I thought, "Oh, why don't I go back to that?" And next thing, it's back into the experience. So the sense of nothing's changed. This is who I am. This is the permanence. Yes. So in that sense, yeah, there's knowing. That does that answer the question? Um, Is that what we're
0: not quite? But it's beautiful. So there is access just a spontaneous access
5: mm-hmm. okay like so now. Hmm? like now
0: yeah like now lovely there we go so from right now if you can see the the trajectory out to that tom character is the tom character going to fall away in this lifetime this lifetime the capacity for that tom character to believe he's the tom character is that going to flip? I still don't know. Okay. I still don't know. There's a not knowing. All right. Okay. So in the depth of knowing, access to that information, it, it, it's open. It's just open. Access to that information hasn't arisen yet, the knowing part that communicates through the body-mind. Okay, so then. Where was I going? Where was I going? Where was I going? Knowing. The knowing. Yes. Okay, so, so. Man, I have another thought now. There was another thought I was going to say. Can you. Okay, alright, I have it. Okay, so from the knowing, from the knowing that. It could go either way for this Tom character. There's no certainty around it. So the knowing that's in the body-mind from the direct knowing knows that it can go either way for the body-mind of, of the Tom character. Yet, somewhere between, on the trajectory between that knowing that is changeless within you, right through to the Tom character, somewhere there is like, oh, there's a retreat and I'm going to come out awake. It's like, what the heck happens between... The part of you that absolutely is so open that you're able to say, I don't know. It's that available to awakening or not. It isn't even contaminated with the certainty that awakening is going to happen. Because many people that I've asked that question to, they're like, absolutely, yes. And, And... it's a smell of arrogance, you know? <laughs> you know, an odd time you get somebody actually who really, oh gosh, yeah, they, they are accessing the direct knowing that awakening will happen. They are accessing it, but it's rare accessing it. For most it's rare. It's actually just an arrogance that bleeds into the direct knowing because the desire is so frigging strong they can't tell the difference, right? I like the not knowing, the I don't know, I don't know. You sat with it and I'm like, I don't know. That availability, can you bleed that into the Tom character? Why not? Around the spiritual path, around yeah. waking up, around all of this. Yeah. You see. Yeah. Right. So it stops the contraction, the desire, around waking up, because that's the surest thing to make it not happen.
5: Right. We'll take this uh, sort of a little sidebar that I have. What's the right word? Um, come to peace with it if it doesn't happen. Okay, you know it's like okay, but looking at could I give up the desire? Well, in my mind, giving up the desire was just, well, I'll just go be a drunk or something, you know, and smoke dope or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and be stupid.
0: Yeah,
5: can't do that.
0: Yes, just, no, you can't do that. Just can't. Do yeah, it. that's for sure. You, you might do it for the weekend, and then you're yeah. like, Ugh.
5: yeah, yeah, you know, I'll go to ball games and drink beer. No. Sure, it just does it. No. Yeah. This is my preference. This yeah. is where I'd rather be. This yeah. is vacation. Yes. This is meaningful. This, this, yes. And if this is what I do till the day I die, the okay. body dies, so be it. Okay. So be it. All right. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Fully. There's sadness, but yeah. There's I c- something there. There's too. sadness there, but you know, I, could, I can accept that. Well. Right, you're digging at honesty here. Yes. I have to look. I, I don't. Maybe not. Maybe not. But if I had to be okay with that, if, if in other words, if Bhagavan came or you know Krishna came, and said Tom, man, you got two more to go. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: but that'll give you a goal. So that ain't gonna happen. That's
5: okay. <laughs> Or it could, but then there was that whole story of the, um, the two sadhus, and they asked some master, says, When will I be enlightened? And the yogi, one, the master says, It will take you as many lifetimes as there are leaves on the tree. And the one yogi says, Oh my God, a thousand. And the other one says, Oh gosh, that means I'm going to be enlightened. And at that point, Great wind comes along and blows all the leaves off. You know.
4: Beautiful. Um, <laughs> I don't
5: know where that came. From. Yeah. yeah. Where were we on this? Okay. So goal, what, yeah, what, what, goal. what I'm doing
0: is pulling away the desire to awaken, the attachment that that mind has to awakening, and the the and by doing that, I suppose giving space for mind just to have its own pull to survive. All right? so it's okay that mind has a pull to survive that's going to be there so, but we have to pull it away from the desire to awaken which is a right block the desire to awaken All right. Yeah. Yeah. so we're clearing that up and we've found some little thing that that when, when we move from the direct I don't know and we bring it to the character in theory it's easy it's like you said why not it's like yeah of course because the wisdom is there within you it's like I don't know and there's no emotional response it's like I just don't know But when we bring that into the Tom character, it feels different, no? There's something. There's something there. So…
5: Back, back, when you say there's something there, what do you mean by that? There's
0: something something there that changes. You see, what I'm really doing is is kind of opening a, a furrow between between the direct knowing that you have access to on the bike or right now, you said it's there right now. It's like okay, right? So perception is coming from the direct knowing from that deepest place. So so if we can can connect to the Tom character without picking up all the trappings of identification on the way, without picking up desire, namely, if we can if we can have a furrow to see how the Tom character views the world and views awakening, one of the most potent desires. How does the Tom character view awakening now when, it's, when the lens is really coming from the direct knowing? You see, you see, when you talk from the Tom character, you're completely different to when you talk from the direct knowing. Completely different. So I'm trying to marry the two. And the example we're using is around waking up. But really I'm trying to marry the two. Do you see? Not at all. (laughs) Do you guys see? Okay, great.
5: Okay, well, that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) We're right on. We're right on. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Because
5: I was hoping to. I think you want to separate them. Um, To marry them. Put it this way: Would you bring the knowingness of who Tom is into the Tom character? Would that be? That's kind of—is that what you're saying, or no?
0: Um, it is, but energetically, you're, you're not talking I'm not from there. there. No. I'm not talking. No. That. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though, isn't
6: it? <laughs> Maybe um, not for
5: them. <laughs> 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 or should we sit on it and try later this afternoon?
0: At, at the risk of being a total parrot, which I do a lot, repeating myself all the time, I'm going to go again. Okay.
5: Okay. Right. All
0: right. So drop into that place that inner knowing of, you know, that things look like they change but actually there's a changelessness. And we can say that that place has has a knowing or is knowing itself. But that which is changeless And so, from there, let the Tom character come into view. And the Tom character, one aspect of the Tom character is going to come into view, and that's around how he is when he's all motivated to go to retreat. So energetically bring your perception through the lens of the Tom character as he's about to go to a retreat. Okay.
5: There's a turmoil. <laughs> There's turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. Turmoil. Like I don't want to go.
0: He doesn't want to go? Curious,
5: I don't care if you don't want to go. Wow. Boy, there's. Whoa.
0: What the hell is going on? Yeah, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's about that, isn't it? It's about, you know, pure consciousness using the body-mind, the body-mind being being a servant to what you really are, you know? And, and the, you pick up the tools of the mind, you pick up functioning, you pick up your intellect according as it's required for life. And life kind of does the whole thing. So, so here we are, and just literally doing that in an exercise right now with Tom, that, like... When, when, pure consciousness, you know, shifts its perception, but comes from comes from pure consciousness, obviously, and shifts its perception without cutting off, cutting off the lens of pure consciousness, but shifts its perception into the into the, what usually looks like the personal. It's like, oh my god, it's changed the story. Now he doesn't even want to go. So it's like pure consciousness. When when identification is there, or when the eye is there, it bends it. It redirects it. You know, it redirects it in some way. You know, it does it something
6: else. Like
0: yeah, it's quite likely that it's the the eye is trying to preserve. The mind is trying to preserve itself. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's it's perfect. Right. You're
5: yeah. with us. Yeah, you're on it. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I didn't have the thought back. I, I, yeah, I yeah. totally agree Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of speechless with this right now yeah um,
0: yeah yeah if you do have ac- I'm just kind of letting you chill for a minute and um, if you do have you know to access to that stillness and most of you do for a long time here for sure you know you you know for it's simple and there's no lack and there's nothing happening bring the character into view. Bring the character into view. It's an interesting exercise. Because like when we're talking to Morgana, it felt like when the character is in view, it's like, it's, there's, a, there's something that kind of comes up to it. But actually, no, it's just a filter lens coming in. There is no division between who you think you are and who you really are. There isn't. It's just your perception changes. And if you're very attached to your eye story... You, 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 you've lost the bigger picture. You've lost your totality, your zone in totality, you know? So I'm saying the same things in a few different ways so that you can kind of find something to work <coughs> with there.
3: It's like, it's like the blinders come
5: on.
0: Yes, the blinkers come on, they do. The, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: But it's more like a pig being herded with the fence a little... more. You've done this, I'm sure. You take the fence and you just sort of move the pig around, and he follows. Yes. he—that's the... it. That's more like as a—that's right. You point
0: his nose where you want him to go.
5: Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna sit. Okay.
0: No, just...
5: <laughs> have... That's perfect. That's... Sit with it. It's totally cool. It Maybe me melt. Lunchtime.
0: It's it's time. Yes, but George, we said we'd go to you. So come on. After lunch is fine. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. See how right? <laughs> okay. It's twenty to two. Okay, let's do lunch.